0: Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Doctor E. J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, this is your host. Dr. E.J. McKenzie, with the master key. Keys is designed to unlock. Keys is designed to lock. God has greased you and I with keys. Every human being on the face of the earth have keys. But does every human being on the face of the earth realize and understand that they have keys? And they are constantly locking every day, and they are constantly unlocking every day. This is the master key. What have you been unlocking? And what have you been locking? Is it possible that you've been locking the blessings of God up and unlocking the forces of darkness against yourself? Understand and realize that you and I have the power to control The unseen realm and the unseen realm that is controlled determines what will happen in the seen realm. Ah, That is why God is renewing the spirit of your mind. He's renewing the spirit of my mind. God is gracing you and I to begin to think like him so you and I can begin to talk like him, so you and I can begin to act like him and manifest the heavens in the earth realm. Manifest the realm of God in this realm. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not a coincidence that you have joined the forces uh, with me on the Master Key today. I believe that the Lord God has been setting you up all day long just to be here so he can encourage you, build you, strengthen you, and release you into this realm affecting change. Because you are a supernatural man. You are a supernatural woman. And supernatural things is taking place is taking place in your life even now. Once again, this is your host, Dr. D. E. J. McKenzie with the Master Key. Those of you that like to join with me, call your family and friends and, and connect with us today. Let's join forces today to get the revelation of the heart of the mind of the Father. So we can be released of from this broadcast and you and I can go forth in great strength, great power, great authority, great anointing. Those of you that desire to uh call in, uh have any questions today, you can call in our eight hundred number eight seven seven five three seven three three two one. Once again, eight seven seven five three seven three three two one. Uh if you are those of you that is on chat, um we will not be able to chat back with you, but uh if you have a question, we will answer your question live on air. And those of you that are online that have any questions concerning anything that the Lord is going to articulate to us and through us tonight, all you have to do is press, if I'm not mistaken, the number one button, and we will click you in. And we'll have to see what the Lord God has to say uh, to the answer or the question that you have, or you may desire to elaborate on some of the things that the Lord will speak unto us today. I really believe that God is opening up our understanding in a greater dimension to who we are who he is and uh, understanding and realizing the great things and the awesome things uh, that God has already accomplished and done for you, Uh, but more than anything, our minds are being renewed and being opened up to the reality of it so you and I can begin to walk in the strength and the power thereof. God cannot lie. God has decreed and declared that you and I we are victorious. We are more than conquerors. We are overcomers. And But it doesn't seem like it in this realm because the things that transpire, the things that breaks out against us, the things that happen to us, uh, God is perfecting your faith. He's perfecting my faith. Uh, uh, the command of God comes from the Old Testament, confirming in the New Testament, that you and I, We're designed to walk by faith and not by sight because you and I really was made from a rim that created this rim. The Bible said God formed you and I, or mankind, or our forefather Adam, out of the dust of the ground. And God himself breathed into his nostril the breath of life, and man became a living soul. The Bible didn't say he became flesh. The scripture clearly says he became flesh in the book of Genesis, if I'm not mistaken, chapter 11, when man sinned and his sin began to increase perpetually in the earth realm. The Bible said man has become flesh. Man has become. He didn't say man was. He said man has become flesh. That means he was not flesh. He became flesh. So therefore, ladies and gentlemen, we got to understand that uh, uh, what we were, God has caused you and I to be born again back to our original state. Our original state is uh, a man of the spirit, a man of the spirit, a spiritual man. You are not a spirit, but you are a spiritual man. Jesus was a spiritual man, and Jesus still is a spiritual man in the heavens at this present time. So here's our head, here's our example, and we're going to look at some of these things today and and look at the awesome love that God has expressed towards you and I for you and I to walk in victory in this realm. He loves us so, and that's why we must renew the spirit of our mind even concerning the love of God towards us. I did a message years ago called The Paradox of Love, The Paradox of Love. When God loves us, it seems like He don't love us, because if you love me, why do you allow me to experience what I'm experiencing? If we really understood that he did love us, uh, we would never question that when you and I begin to experience the opposition uh, that has been assigned against us, when we begin to experience the hell that breaks loose against us, God will always use an enemy. He will always use an enemy. And understand this, ladies and gentlemen, this must become a reality to all of us that the, no, there, no human being is your enemy. There's only one common enemy. This must become a reality. So, therefore, God will use people. He will use circumstances. He will use situations. He's doing one thing and one thing only. He's perfecting our faith, our trust, our confidence in him. Can I believe him? Can I trust him when all hell break loose against me? Can I still stand still and wait to see the glory of the Lord? So therefore he always uses, he uses the enemy to perfect my faith and perfect your faith, our confidence in him. Why? You got to understand something. There is a decree, ladies and gentlemen, once again, a decree came from the old and confirmed in the new that God's sons and God's daughters, we are designed to walk by faith and not by sight. We are designed to walk by the realm of God and not this realm. We are designed to take dominion and execute dominion over this realm. By living in the realm of God, you and I, our forefather was made in the image and the likeness of God, and the strength of your life, and the strength of your victory, and the strength of the advancement of the kingdom of God in you and through me is continued upon that image. I want to read something in the Word of the Lord today, ladies and gentlemen. It is it's it's so fascinating uh, how God is preparing you for victory. He's been preparing you from the time that you was born for victory. From the time that your mother conceived you in her womb, God has was preparing you. Matter of fact, before, the Bible says that Jesus was slain before the foundations of the world. Even before the world's were you are. You just came into existence at the time that the heavens has assigned you to come in. Why did the heavens allow you to come into the world? Oh, you got to understand this right here. My God, Lord, help us to to understand it. Help us this today to comprehend it, that we are special. We are the apple of God's eye. You see, if I'm the apple of God's eye, then why is all of this hell is broken loose against me? Because he's preparing you for something great. And one thing new that i discovered in God, I've been saved over 30, about 30 some years now. Been in ministry over 30 years, 30 some years. And one thing I've discovered about God is this right here. When I begin to look at the things that God has allowed me to be challenged with, really it was nothing but a revelation of my ministry. What has been your greatest level of pain? What has been your greatest level of challenge? Has it been marriage? Then your ministry is marriage. What has been your greatest level of challenge? What have God allowed you to go through? You've experienced excruciating pain. Is it financials? then God is raising you up to break through in the areas of economics and that he will use you as a catalyst. He will use you as, a, as an instrument. He will use you as an as a agent to break through on the behalf of the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings in this earth realm, setting humanity free, setting the church free, setting um, your community free. The you those got to understand, the, the anointing on your life, um, it will always complement the very tests and the trials that God has allowed you to go through. Ladies and gentlemen, today, you need to understand and realize without a shadow of a doubt that you are bigger, you are greater, you are more powerful. In any circumstance, or situation that comes your way, then the devil himself that comes your way, then demons that come your way. The Bible says, ladies and gentlemen, that Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, in the book of Colossians, he dismantled, he disarmed principalities and powers. He disarmed them. He stripped them of their authority. Why? I'm going to show you something. The word of the Lord tonight is going to help us Continue to walk in the supernatural You are a supernatural woman of God You are a supernatural man of God Supernatural thoughts is being Generated on the inside of you now Supernatural imagination is being created By the spirit of the living God now On the inside of you your mindset is changing. Your thoughts is changing. Your vision is changing. Your imaginations is changing. The way you have seen yourself in the past, that is changing. It is changing by the spirit of the living God because the Holy Spirit is stirring in you. I'm telling you what I know about the Holy Ghost. He's stirring in you. He's stirring in you. Oh, you've got to just submit and yield to him. Watch, watch. Watch what begin to happen. And let me share something with everybody that is on this, uh, a broad, a part of this broadcast tonight. Let me share this with you and those that's going to be listening later, and those that is on chat. You hear me and you hear me good by the spirit of the living God. In 2013, you're not going to enter into a new year. You're going to take the new into the new year. I say it again. The Lord spoke to me and said uh, that you will go into a new year, but you will take the new into the new. I'm making you you the new is being made manifest in you now. New mindset, new thoughts, new imaginations, new emotions, new affections, new victory. <laughs> Ladies, are you getting this? You're gonna take you. You're not waiting for a new year's resolution. I'm going to say it again. You are not going to wait for a New Year's resolution. You're going to make the year. 2013, you're going to make it. 2013 is not going to dictate to you what's going to happen. You're going to dictate to 2013. You're going to tell 2013 what's going to happen because God has been preparing you in 2012. The government of God is being established. God has been taking you through this and taking you through that. Why? Wow, he's establishing his government on the inside of you. And I decree and declare to you today, ladies and gentlemen, the gates of hell is not going to prevail against you. I don't care about the hell that you've gone through. I don't care about the things that has challenged you in 2000. And listen to me. Really, the last five years, the last five years, God has allowed you. Think the devil. God is setting you up. He's, he's been preparing the real you to come forth. You are not the mistakes that you have made in the past. You are not the errors that you have made in the past. I don't care what any man has said. I don't care what any woman has said. I don't care what any person has said. Let me share something with you. God cannot make junk. The problem with us, ladies and gentlemen, we destroy each other. We destroy one another by articulating what we see that a person has done and not holding them to what God has said about them. We just come out of a supernatural uh uh encounter meeting and 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 and, 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 and I shared something and I have a Wednesday night Bible study with a young lady uh Thanksgiving. The day before Thanksgiving we had Bible study, and we had testimonies, had people come up and give thanks what they gave thanks for. I had to apologize to one of the young ladies in the church. And the reason I apologize is because I know the lifestyle that this individual has been living in the past. This individual was diagnosed with cancer. In this particular meeting, in this particular meeting, and this person had a a tumor, two individuals, and God dried the tumors up, regardless of the mishaps, regardless of the mistakes regardless of the error. See, the Bible says you and I is not to judge anything before it's time. And the very person that you may count out is the very person that God is going to elevate above you before the dust settles. Ladies and gentlemen, let us stop destroying one another, but let us encourage one another. We don't condone sin. Don't misunderstand me. We're not going to condone sin. But let us not count each other out. Because the Bible says, I don't have sin and come short of the glory of God. So, therefore, I just want to encourage you. And, and I had to apologize. Now, because, because the, the, the natural mind would say, that person is not going to give a miracle. I know the lifestyle that, that individual is living. But the, isn't that the love of God? Did not the scripture say um, that, that, that God saved us while we was yet in our sins? God moved for you while you was yet in your sins. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our victory. So listen, listen, listen. If you've been critical, if you've been judgmental, if you've been uh, a fault finding, uh, operating fault finding against someone, I need you to ask God to forgive you. Because when you release those individuals, when you release those criticals and judgmental and finding thoughts and mentality and disposition and attitudes and imagination towards somebody, when you release them, you begin to pray for them. When you begin to release them, you begin to intercede for them. Lord, grace them to make it. God, help them to make it. God, let the Holy Spirit them bring them to the end of themselves, that they will come out of darkness. they begin to walk in the light. Be- begin to pray for them. Watch what God do for you. Watch God begin to elevate in you. Watch God begin to, to to perpetuate itself on the inside of you. Watch Jesus begin to stand up in you Watch him stand up in your spirit Watch him stand up in your soul Watch him stand up in your body Watch him begin to experience a breakthrough change of darkness is being broken up of you And you're not asking God to do anything for you But you made a decision That you saw a brother, you saw a sister That you could have gossiped on You could have talked about But you made a decision, I'm going to pray for him I'm going to stand in the gap I'm going to build up the hedge I'm not going to let anybody uh, put him down Why? Because Jesus died for this sins just like yours I'm trying to help you to break through ladies and gentlemen the church we got to grow up and we got to mature starting with me and all of the apostles the prophets the evangelists the pastors and the teachers The character of Jesus needs to be developed in If you and I are going to continue to walk in the supernatural, if you and I is going to perpetuate the supernatural in the earth realm, if you and I is going to advance the kingdom of God in the earth realm, ladies and gentlemen, you and I, we must allow our minds to be renewed. We must, we must take on the mind of Christ. We must allow our motives to be governed by the love of God. We must see every man, woman, boy, and girl through the eyes of Christ. The compassion of Christ must be developed on the inside of us in a greater dimension. Oh, so it's not about fasting. It's not about prayer. It's not about going to church, ladies and gentlemen. It's about becoming like him. It's submitting. It's humbling ourselves under the mighty hand of God. So God can be, uh, not so much God, but Christ can be formed in us. The greatest power that the church have uh, that we have neglected is love. Everybody is trying to become what God said in his word is going to pass away. We're striving for more knowledge. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it says uh, knowledge shall cease. It shall pass away. The Bible says only one thing that's going to last, and it says love. All shall fail, but love shall never fail. So therefore, God, to put you and I in situation for our love to be perfected. We don't love people for people. We love people for God. We love people for Jesus. Are you hearing the Holy Spirit today? Ladies and gentlemen, God is looking for a man. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. Looking for a man, a woman, a boy, a girl whose heart is bent perfect towards him. Is that you this day? All you that's joined this broadcast today, is it is God speaking to you? Have God found you? Are you the candidate that he's been looking for, whose heart is bent perfect towards him, who will execute his heart and his mind in the earth realm? A man or woman that's willing to stand in agreement with heaven, that heaven can come down in them and come down through them and then cause the natural to come stuck into the supernatural? I don't want you to be manipulated today. I don't want you to allow the devil to trick you today, because of the things that you've gone through. You've got to understand, ladies and gentlemen, see, 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 here is the manipulation of the devil and the manipulation of the church. God loves me because I'm not going through anything. God loves me because all my bills is paid. God loves me because my wife and I were harmonizing. God loves me because all my children are saved. Where in the world do we, where do we get this stuff from? God loves me by the mere fact he sent his son Jesus, his only begun son, and he died on Calvary's cross for the remission of my sin. Ladies and gentlemen, he don't have to do anything else. He loves me. He loves you. And you are a powerful, you are a dynamic, you are a great man, a woman of God that, that have joined me on this broadcast and those uh, that is on chat and those that's coming later on um, by the archives. Let me share something with you. It's time for you to stop listening to the lies of the devil. Satan realized another thing. He has no authority and power over you. But he lies you, we listen to the lies. He gets you to focus uh, and meditate uh, on your past, your mistakes and your errors. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is the man. Why are you thinking on the failure? Why won't you think on the victory? Why won't you think on the promises of God? Why won't you think on what God promised you? Why won't you think about what God said about you? God said, he will deliver you from the powers of darkness and translate you into the kingdom of His dear Son. But why won't you think about that? God says, "I shall supply all of your needs according to my riches and glory by Christ Jesus." Why won't you? Th- why why won't you think about that? Why don't you? Why won't you think and see your, all your needs being met right now? Why why won't you think about that? Why is it we so easy to meditate and think about the lies that the devil speaks to us? Why? So pull down strongholds, cast down imagination, and every have seen exalt itself above the knowledge of God, and bring every thought captive obedience of Christ, and have a readiness to revenge all disobedient when your obedience is fulfilled, and stop being disobedient. You are disobedient when you believe a lie. You are disobedient when you say you are sick. You are disobedient when you say you will never amount to anything. You are disobedient when you say it will never happen. You are disobedient when you say what God said will never come to pass. You are disobedient. And you are telling God he's a liar. God is not a liar. What God has begun in you. God has the power and authority to finish it. He's going to finish it. And I decree and declare, everyone that is listening to me, I speak, I decree, and I declare that God is going to finish what he started in you. it is exceedingly, abundantly, above all you are able to ask or think, according to the power that is at work on the inside of you. And not the power that's on the outside of you. The power is on the inside of you. The man, the woman that's inside of that body, It's greater than what you've been seeing in the mirror, baby. It's time for you to take dominion over yourself. I challenge you to go to the mirror before you go to bed when you wake up in the morning. I challenge you to look at that flesh that you live in, that house that you live in, and you tell that body, you tell that flesh, you have made it. Not going to make it. You have made it. Tell that 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 body, that house that you you live in, and say you are the person that God has ordained, appointed, and anointed you to be. Tell that person you are the redeemer of the Most High God. Tell that person you are the possession of Almighty God. Tell that person that your body, see this house, you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. What good is what good does it do for God to tell you? You need to tell you. You need to tell yourself. You need to tell yourself what God has already told you about you. You need to come in agreement with heaven. You need to come in agreement with what God has said about you, not what your daddy said, not what your mama said, not what your brother, sister, sister, nephew, niece, uncle, aunt said, not what your pastor said, not what your next door neighbor said, but what has God said about you, man of God? What has God said about you, woman of God? I would have made a declaration. I am the man of God that God has ordained appointed and anointed me to be. I am the husband that God has ordained appointed and anointed me to be. I am the father that God has ordained appointed and anointed me to be. I am the shepherd that God has ordained appointed and anointed me to be. I am the leader that God has ordained appointed and anointed me to be. I am the businessman that God has ordained appointed and anointed me to be. I am that I am. I am the son that God has ordained, appointed in order me. I am, I am, I am. What about you? Who are you? I'm everything that God has said. I am nothing what the devil has said about me. I'm a that I am nothing what the devil has said about me. I am everything, not going to be. I am everything that God has said about me. What about you? Are you everything that God has said about you? Are you everything that that is written about you? Are you it? I am, and I'm not letting anybody, no devil, no demon, no man, woman, boy, girl, try to to sway me any different. I am the man of God. I am a son of the Most High God. I am the head and not the tail, above only not beneath. I am divine health. I am divine wealth. I am divine love. I am divine peace. I am divine joy. I am that I am. And you are that you are. But you determine what you are. Not God, you determine. God don't determine what I what I am. I determine what I am. And what I mean by that, God if God can say I'm one thing, but if I don't say what God say, then I can never become what God say I am of what God created me to be. I must come in agreement with him. Will you agree with him today? Will you agree with him today? And allow the Holy Spirit to perform. Allow the Holy Spirit to perform. Allow the Spirit of God on the inside of you to be let loose. Will you release the Holy Spirit tonight? Will you let him go tonight? Will you let him work in you tonight? Will you let him form Christ in you tonight? Will you let him create the thoughts of God in your mind tonight? Will you allow him to create the imagination of God in your mind tonight? Will you lie down and sleep tonight? Will you let the Holy Spirit cause the dreams of God to be made manifest in you? God want to dream with you. Will you let God dream with you tonight? God is your father. He lives, dwells, and abides on the inside of you. He's active in you. The Bible says God uh, uh, is at work in us, both to will and to do all of his good pleasure. He's at work in you. He's at work in me. He's at work in you. He's at work in me. Today, God has some sons and daughters that has joined this broadcast. They've made a decision. Enough is enough. This is my time. This is my new season. This is the time for me to shake myself and begin to walk in the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. To walk in the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. To walk in the supernatural power of the love of God. This is your due season. And I decree it and I declare it to be so. You will go into 2013 in the supernatural. 2013 I'm going to be glad to see you instead of you being glad to see 2013. 2013 said, "My God, God now has to manifest His sons. I'm going to be set free. So 2013 is going to be liberated because there is a liberated man, there's a liberated woman that's going to enter into 2013, and with their liberty, I'm going to be set free." January is looking forward to you. January is waiting on you. Instead of you waiting on January, <laughs> uh, you are the ordained, you are the anointed, you are the appointed man and woman of God that will walk in the supernatural in 2013. Peace of mind is going to be blown because you will lay hands on the sick in 2013. More people are going to be healed, delivered, and set free through you in 2013 than all the time you've been saved. You're going to experience the overflow of God in 2013 because this is your time. This is your season. Say, what do you mean, preacher? Let's look at a scripture, if you will. Let's look at Matthew chapter uh, 18. i had no intention going the route that I went just now, but the spirit of the living God is speaking to you. The spirit of the living God is challenging you. I want you to listen to this, if you will. Uh, this, this, this 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 script is fascinating here. Uh, Matthew 18, verse 18 uh, through 20 in uh, the Message Bible. I want you to listen to this, if you will. Take this most seriously. A yes on earth is a yes in heaven. Uh, 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 listen to this. Notice what the author said. He said, take this most seriously. A yes on earth is a yes in heaven. Well, let me ask you this question. Is there a yes coming out of you this month tonight? A yes on earth is a yes in heaven. I say yes to the promises of God. I say yes to the blessings of God. I say yes to the will of God. Then if I say yes, then my yes on earth is a yes in heaven. Are you getting this? Will you say yes that you are the woman of God? You are the man of God? You are the husband? You are the father? You are the wife? You are the mother? Will you say yes? If you say yes on earth, it is a yes in heaven. Will you say yes to your divine health? Regardless of what the doctor has said? Regardless of what the doctor has to have no see with? What are you going to say? Are you going to say yes to the doctor or are you going to say yes to God? i make a decision to say yes to the heavens and not a yes here. I'm here. I'm only declaring a yes because the heavens has declared a yes. Are you getting this? Notice what it says, if you will. Take this most seriously. A yes on earth is a yes in heaven. A no on earth is a no in heaven. Other words, uh, you on earth, you dictate. Give you an example. If I say no to divine health, then heaven says, okay, then it's no. Then I cannot manifest my healing power. I cannot manifest my healing virtue because you said no. So heaven, you have determined and you have made heaven say no. If you say yes, that you have made heaven say yes. Oh, are you getting this, ladies and gentlemen? Are you understanding this? The power and the authority that God has placed in your hands and my hands. Notice what it says. Take this most seriously. A yes on earth is a yes in heaven. A no on earth is a no in heaven. What you say to one another is eternal. What you say to one another is eternal. Wow. What you say to one another is eternal. My God, I gotta check, I gotta check what I say even in a greater dimension. Because God said you and I are gonna be judged for every idle word that come out of our mouth. What is an idle word? A idle word is a non productive word. A idle word is an empty word. A idle word is a powerless word. It is empty in heaven, it is powerless in heaven. But the Satan loves for you to speak empty, powerless words. Why? Because he's ready to feel your words. He's ready to feel them. But God got some men and women tonight. He's challenging you. He's challenging you to say what say yes to heaven. And say no to heaven. You see so what do you mean? When the heaven says no to sickness and disease, you say no. When the heaven says no to confusion, you say no. When the heaven says no to every lying demon, you say no. When the devil, when the heaven said no to poverty, you say no. But when the heaven says yes to prosperity, you say yes. When the heaven say yes to divine health, you say yes. When the heaven spirit says yes to unity of the spirit, you says yes. When the heaven says yes to, uh, to advancement, you say yes. When the heaven says yes to promotion, you says yes. When the heaven says yes to a job, you says yes. When the heaven says yes to to the increase of your business, you say yes. God got somebody tonight, and you think it's a coincidence that you showed up tonight? Absolutely not. You think it's a question that you got online tonight? Absolutely not. God have need of you. God has need of you. Go ahead and say it. God has need of you. You go ahead and say it. God has, need. yeah, he have need of you. God have need of you. He have need of you. Will you say yes today? Will you say yes? What the heavens are saying yes to? Notice it goes on to say: when two of you get together on anything, when two of you get together on anything at all on earth and make a prayer of it, and make a prayer of it, my my Father in heaven goes into action. My Father in heaven goes into action. My Father in heaven. Goes into action. Wow, that sounds simple, doesn't it? But can you find anybody that will agree with you? Can you agree with anyone without being envious and jealous and covetous? Can we agree on the supernatural? Can two, can 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 two of us on this broadcast tonight agree? on the increase of the momentum of the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. Can we stand in agreement for a revival to break out in our marriages, in our homes? Can we stand in agreement that the Spirit of God will break out in signs, wonders, and notable miracles in your life, in my life? Can can we can we stand in agreement? He said it's it's any two. Not any Three, not any, four, any two. He said, when two of you get together, when two of you get together on anything, on anything, I personally believe the, the greatest agreement partners is, is husbands and wives. The greatest agreement partners in heaven is the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. Or the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Because the, the Word has become the Son, has been made flesh. They're the greatest agreement partner. The greatest agreement partner should be husband and wife, and from husband and wife, husband and wife and children. So do you see now why there's such a great satanic and demonic attack on spouses and on families? Because uh, heaven will intervene, heaven will invade earth uh, as a result uh, of a husband a wife walking in agreement. That's why the devil fight marriages and fight families so much, fight your children against you and you against your children. That's why the enemy bombards our mind, parents, concerning the children, and calls us to speak things that is unauthorized out of our mouth. I've done it before. Had to go right back and repent and curse that word to the root and command that word that's released out of my mouth to die. I've spoken negative things over myself in the past. Had to stop it and ask God to forgive me and command that word that was released out of my mouth to die. I spoke words over my wife that I shouldn't have spoke uh, out of anger. I had to go back and apologize and, and ask, uh, and, and I command that word to die for it not to take root. Are, are, you, are you getting this? We either can agree, agree with hell or we can agree with heaven. Remember. Your yes, and remember your no. The power of your yes, and the power of your no. Now, now I'm going somewhere with this, ladies and gentlemen, because I don't want this to be a message. I want this to be a word of exaltation to you. It's not even what I want. The Spirit of God is confronting us tonight. He's challenging us tonight. Because this is your season. This is your season to activate heaven. There's been an open heaven over your life. It has been open this year. Preparing you for 2013. See, God has to make the person out of what he's getting ready to give the person. I heard a preacher say this right here. It said, it takes God... 20 years to make a man, and out of the 20 years, then the man become a message. 20 years to make a man to be able to speak a message, to preach a message, taking 20 years. So the strength of the man's message is the strength of the man's life. God has been making you out of something that you have not been able to discern. But it's getting ready to be drawn to you. It's getting ready to be drawn to you supernaturally, too. Now, I'm going back to this right here because I want to bring out a point here because it's very important that this point that we bring out. is this. now listen, it says, take, uh, uh, once again, this is Matthew 18 and 18. Take this most seriously. A yes on earth is... Yes in heaven. What I'm I'm trying to get you to see, how God is looking for a man and a woman, not to even just to say yes, but to become a yes. See, how in the world can a person become a yes when you accept what God says about you? You refuse to move. You don't have to say a word your life dictates it your attitude dictates it you will, you don't people that's been that's no means around me is close around me they don't see me walk around talking negative they don't see me talking about what has happened to me my children has never heard me talk about oh this has happened to me my, my, none of my children have ever heard me communicate on that level. I don't talk like that. I don't think like that. I really believe that God is bigger than the devil. I really believe that God is bigger than men. I really believe that God is bigger than circumstances and situations. And don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not saying I don't feel the pressure. I'm not saying I don't get angry. I'm not saying that I don't want to... take somebody by the neck and choke them. i am been saying that. And those who I say I don't want to do that. I don't, I'm, I'm saying, I, it doesn't, I don't feel that. Yes, I feel that from time to time. Yes, I get challenged like everybody else. Thoughts bombarding my mind concerning myself. Thoughts bombarding my mind concerning my wife. Thoughts bombarding my mind concerning my children. Thoughts bombarding my mind concerning my leadership, my, the congregation that God has gracious me to shepherd, all the my, my, my peers in the body of Christ. That's the devil's job, ladies and gentlemen, to bombard our mind. But you and I are bigger than the bombardments. I'm going to say it again. You and I are bigger than the bombardments. You say, how can you say that, preacher? Because you're standing today. You're standing today. You're still alive today. You're still breathing today. You haven't quit on God today. You're on this broadcast today. You are bigger than the bombardments. You are greater than the bombardments. And you're getting ready to manifest. Oh, listen, you haven't even seen who you really are yet. And people around you, they have not seen yet who you really are. The scripture says it does not yet appear what we're going to be like. It, it, it have a, but, but, but you you getting ready to manifest. <clears throat> All these years, God has been doing something on the inside of you. He's been developing that man on the inside of you. You have not been able to discern it nor detect it, and that's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. When, when you are growing on the inside, you can't see it. You can't detect it. You can never detect when you're growing. When a person say can detect their growing, they'll manipulate it. They usually, are, it's manipulated. When they can detect the growth process when you're in the midst of it. Now, when you have, when you have grown, you can look back and see that you've grown. But when you are growing, you, you, it's very difficult for you to detect it. Because, you know why? Because growth usually takes place in opposition. Growth usually takes place in all the bombardments of your mind. Growth is taking place uh, while the devil is talking to you about you and putting you down. The Bible calls him the accuser of the brethren. He accuses us before God day and night. He don't stop with his accusations. He don't stop. But you can stop him. You can stop him. When he start accusing you, accuse him. I guarantee he's going to Stop. We start accusing you, you will never make it, telling me you will never make it. You will never fulfill your purpose, telling me you already missed your purpose. Problem with us, we don't know how to talk to him. He talks to us, but we don't we don't talk back. We just sit there like a little child, and just listen. And we are obedient to Satan. And he's bombarding us. Bombard him back. He said, You will never amount to anything, telling me you ain't done anything. You lost. You lost your first estate. You have descended. I'm ascending, and have already ascended. I sit together in heavenly places with Christ. I sit with Christ in heavenly places. In heavenly places that you used to occupy. I occupy now. Oh, do you think that that was not going to get mad and close his mouth and run off? Oh, he remembered what it was like. In the heavenly places. He remember. And now here you sitting with Christ. In heavenly places. Do you think. That he's going to be pleased with that. When you start talking like that. Because his ultimate. His opening weapon ladies and gentlemen. Is deception. He see you you haven't bought into the lie. He see you know the truth. And the truth has made you free. So great woman of God, great man of God, this is your due season and your set time. God has been, God has had you in training. For the last 5 to 10 years, you've been in training. You've been in training. You've been in training. He allowed the pressure. He allowed the accusation. He allowed the slander. He allowed you to go through some things economically. He allowed you to go through some things relationally. He allowed you to go through some things spiritually. He allowed it because what he was doing. He wanted to see was there a development, a fight in you. Was there any fight in you? Was there any fight in you? I wish you quitter, But you fought. And you fought. And even some of you failed, but you got back up. You got knocked down, but you got back up. You got knocked down, you got back up. You got knocked down, you got back up. You got got down you kept getting back up. But can you imagine Jesus sticking his chest out on your behalf? And the devil said, Well, why are you sticking your chest? They got knocked down, but Jesus said, But they got back up. The devil said, But I knocked them down five times. Jesus said they got back up five times. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost up in here. Oh, God is talking to somebody. God is encouraging somebody. Because the devil almost had you out. You were listen to his lies, but now he's been exposed tonight. You got back up. That means you're victorious. (laughs) You got back up. That means you are more than a conqueror. You got back up. That means you are an overcomer because you got back up and you're con- continuing to press, and you're, forward, and you're moving forward, and you're moving forward, and you're moving forward, and you're moving forward, and you think that devil is happy because you got back up, and then he turns around and says, well, even if you got back up, but well, where is the promises of God? It's already done. Where is the promises of God it's already settled? Well, where is it? I have it? Well, if you have it, then why is this? What do you mean, why is this? I don't see nothing, but that's your problem, Satan. You're the God of this world. I walk by faith and not by sight. I'm in this world, Satan, but I'm not of this world. Are you getting this? Learn how to communicate with him? Now, let me get back to the agreement. That's, that's, that was the whole purpose of me getting to that particular chapter, but the Lord God is ministering to a few people on this line, if not all. He's ministering to you. He's exposing the lies of the devil. You will not go into 2013 Believing a lie You will not go into 2013 Holding on to a lie You will not go into 2013 Holding on To those adverse thoughts That have been pounding you You're going free You're going into 2013 free You're going into 2013 liberated You're going into 2013 Walking in the strength and the power of the Holy Ghost. You're going into 2013 in the supernatural. 2013. Now, an agreement. Agreement is so powerful because God is looking for us to agree. Because heaven cannot do what heaven desires to do if there's no one in the earth that will agree. Agreement is alignment. Agreement is alignment. Every time the enemy strike you and you say what God says, you're in agreement. You're in agreement. And every time you agree, I'm going to share this with you. The Lord spoke some thanks, positive things to us uh, 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 on on last night and, and, and this morning. I have a prayer line. I want to invite you to be a part of our prayer line. Uh, tomorrow morning is our last... Uh, last day, the last Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of every month, uh, God has to do this this year. I don't know if you're gonna have us to do it to do the same. But it's been powerful this year. I have enjoyed myself immensely gathering together with other men and women of God uh, from different parts of the nation. And we've come together in Panorama. We've been fasting uh, our church the last uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. We've been in fasting and prayer uh, this whole year, uh, every month this year. And, we, and we're not going to, nothing's going to change in the month of December. We know December is Christmas, but we ain't changing uh, the mandate. We're not going to abort the mandate. We have a mandate from God. And as we are faithful to the Lord, as we are faithful to the Lord, God will come down and he'll manifest through us because everything is about humanity being set free, ladies and gentlemen. But agreement is lining up. Agreement is lining up and synchronizing with heaven. Heaven has determined a thing. You line up um, uh, according to heaven's will, and once you line up, once you get in place, uh, then heaven is released uh, in the earth realm. The supernatural is released in the earth realm. Uh, the kingdom of God is increased in the earth realm when he finds a man and a woman that will divinely align. And the reason you don't see great manifestation all the time uh, is because sometimes it takes longer for us to align with heaven's will and heaven's purpose. Because there's an enemy, there's an enemy of alignment. There's an enemy of agreement. The enemy's ultimate. Goal, ladies and gentlemen, is to fight you with things you and I can see, to fight you with things that we feel, to fight you with things that we hear. He's going to allow you to hear something to get you all disturbed up. He's going to allow you to see something to try to get you stirred up, to get you in doubt, to get you in unbelief. So, therefore, once you get in doubt and unbelief, he knows you're not in alignment. If you're not in alignment, Satan understands this principle that heaven cannot manifest itself in your life. It cannot manifest itself in your home. It cannot cannot manifest itself in his community because you're out of alignment. The manipulation of Satan is to get you and I out of agreement with heaven. And once we're out of alignment, then heaven is blocked. Heaven is stopped. Heaven is bound because it have no channel. It have no agent in the earth realm that would agree with it so it can come down and manifest itself in the earth. By one man, sin entered the world. By one man, sin entered into the world. By one man, sin entered into the world. By one man, righteousness entered into the world. Only thing the scripture is saying there, one man agreed with sin. By one man's. Sin enter in, sin couldn't enter in until a man lined it up with, uh, with, with Satan. Once the man lined up with Satan, sin entered in. When a man lined up with God, righteousness entered in. Jesus lined up with God, Adam lined up with Satan. Adam lined up with Satan, that means he came in agreement with Satan, sin entered in. Jesus lined up with uh, God, or lined up with heaven, righteousness entered in. It could not enter in to have found somebody to agree. It could not enter in until it found somebody to agree. Your health is going to, to manifest because you have aligned up with heaven. You have agreed with God. You have lined up and you have agreed. You have lined up and you have agreed. You have lined up and you have agreed. You have you have agreed. Let me share an, an, another scripture with you before our broadcast is over. these scriptures going to bless you, ladies and gentlemen? How these going to bless you? Let's go, if you will, to the book of Romans. Let's go to the book of Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. And what verse are we looking at here? What verse we want to look at? Uh, Lord, where's that scripture at? That's going to be a blessing to your sons. It's Romans eight. It could be Romans chapter six. Um, in the Word of the Lord, it's eight. It is eight, eight, and uh, verse. Where's that verse at? Uh, Lord, dealt with me about it today. It was a, it was a blessing to me, and I want to share it with you. Uh, I I just love how much God loves us and and how he reveals his thing to us. Uh uh Romans 8:32. How will he not also with him freely give us all things? Now, not now now. You got to understand what what he said here in 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 the word of the Lord. It's 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 beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. It's beautiful. Let me get the uh, another translation here. Let me get the New King James Version. I had that in it, and that's why it didn't show up like I was looking for it because it didn't say the same thing. But notice what it says, if you will. Let's start with verse 31. What then shall we say to those things? If God is for us, if God is for us, he's putting the question here. If God is for us, then my question to you, is God for you? He's for me. He said, if God is for us, who can be against us? Who, who, who can? He's putting a question in there. Then he t- turns around and answered it in verse thirty-two. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, God went all the way. He went all the way. Have you have you ever went all the way on something? You say, I'm not going to spare any expenses. I'm going all the way on this. 25th anniversary, the 50th anniversary, uh, you know, I'm going all the way. I'm not going to spare any expenses. God didn't spare any expenses. He went all the way. God gave his son. He did not spare his son. He did not spare his son his son paid a price for you and I to be the men and the women of God that God has ordained upon and known us to be. He didn't spare him. Are you, are you getting this? I want you to meditate on that scripture when we, when, we, when we conclude today. He didn't spare him. You and I are who we are today because God didn't spare him. You are delivered from sin because God didn't spare him. You are delivered from sickness and disease because God didn't spare him. Your marriage is whole today because God didn't spare you. Are, are you getting this? Because what God did that he of of Satan's works against you and I. The devil that comes to steal, kill, and destroy, God gave him up for us to be set free from his manipulation. He didn't spare him. God went all the way. He didn't spare. He went all the way. All the tremens. Because he didn't spare him, now you're healed. Because he did not spare him, now you are uh, 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 elevated. Because he did not spare him, now your marriage is restored. Because he didn't spare him, your children is healed, delivered and set free and restored. Because he did not spare him. Are you getting this? Poverty cannot prevail in your life because God did not spare him. You right now are blessed because God didn't spare him. You are healed because God did not spare him. How the devil wanted to manipulate you and say, Oh God, God, no. He didn't spare him. Oh, I only got a few seconds left. But notice what it says So next part. He who he who did not spare his own son, but deliver him up for all, us all, how shall he not with him also freely g- give us all things? Not something, all things. Oh, my time is up. You gotta get this. You gotta get this. How he would not freely give us all things. Didn't spare him, and gave gave him up for us all. He turns around and says, "How much he will not give you and I all things with him, who he did not spare." This is your hour supernatural, baby. This is your season of the supernatural. This has been your host, Doctor EJ McKenzie. I pray that the Spirit of the Living God has spoke some things to you today. I speak decree and declare. When you get off this line, you are walking in the supernatural and you were going to 2013 in the supernatural, you're going to leave, going to tomorrow in the supernatural, all oh, this week in the supernatural, and the next week, and the next week, and the next week into the supernatural. You are taking the supernatural into the year 2013. All right, you victorious men and women of God, we love you. Thank God for you. Uh, good being with you. Uh, uh, tomorrow, Catherine and I will be at 1 o'clock. I love the time we get together and we share on own relationships. Well, once again, this has been your host, Dr. E.J., because let the rest of your night be blessed and let you flow and sleep in the supernatural tonight god love god bless you and i love you